Now we're live. Okay, sorry, folks. All right, sorry, a little late. We had some internet trouble there. Um, and we are now live on Wisdom as well as live on the um, on Yerg's radio. So that's where we are. So this is the This Week in Outrage program that we do uh, roughly weekly, most weeks if we can. And we talk about things in the memes and things in the news and what crossed our paths and uh, what might be kind of interesting to talk about maybe or fun or outrageous or whatever. And so I'm here with Lisa. Hi, baby. Hey. So this is not my main show, which I have a show called Outrage Overload, which where we talk to scientists and researchers and authors and stuff about outrage in sort of the science behind outrage. We talk about outrage in politics, outrage in society, and maybe how to lower the temperature. And that show is scripted and edited and all that cool stuff. But this show is fun, and we just get together and chat. We go live, and we pretty much publish as is at the end of that. Um, after we get done, we just pretty much record and upload. And we're live on the Wisdom app. And we also go live on Yerg's Radio. That's Y-E-R-G-Z, Yerg's Radio. And you can find us live there every Sunday, usually most Sundays. And uh, that's what we're doing. So, uh, hey. Hey. So what you got today? Well, today is a kind of, it should be, I expect it to be a quiet day, but. Um, right. Uh, but me you, too. You never know. Right? You never know. Yeah. Today is a Taylor Swift's. Uh, Day. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's doing something. Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift's day, yeah. But, um, so anyway, that, um, but otherwise, there's been a lot of stuff in the news. Sign, sign us kind of some scary things. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, often I, I leave off some of the most scary things, often. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what do you want to start with? Well, we already saw the first Super Bowl commercial, and it was a Jesus commercial, which was like, wait, what? I don't think it was the first, but it was definitely, well, yeah, one of the first that we saw. Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? Jesus. Yeah. And like you said, I know Jesus had the money for a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, so did the, um, so we, talk, we talked briefly about um, the Crumbly case last time about how the parents were being um, held accountable and were up for trial and it, she did get found guilty on all the mom went first and she did um, was found guilty on all four accounts of uh, involuntary manslaughter right for each of the four people right right so she's going to jail for a long time and, and the, the husband now has a trial too right but expect a I expect a plea deal, right? Which I don't know if they're going to allow him to plea at this point. Since she was found guilty, they'll be like, "We're not going to lose this. So why should we give him a plea?" But I guess well, you give him a plea, so you don't have to go through the expense of a trial, right? But so, how do you feel about that? Well, I do. I think. I think in this case, um, I. I hate to say that all sing all cases are um, different, but there I do have a shooting that just happened just a little while ago too. But um, I think that that this was the right call. It, from what we know, the parents explicitly did either it was neglectful parenting or active parenting to make uh, to support his psychosis 
apparently he's trying to say he's been asking for help. So it was neglectful. It was ignorant. It was, um, he's an only child, right? I don't know. I don't know either. So did he get sentenced yet? Or did she get sentenced yet? Uh, no, she did not get sentenced that I know of. But um, so just today, though, a um, there was a shooting at Joel Olstein's church. Oh, really? In I, Houston. I didn't see that. Yeah. A woman in a trench coat armed. So a woman did them shooting. <laughs> That's really rare. Um, armed with a long, uh, long rifle and accompanied by a young child. Hmm. Entered the Lakewood Church on Sunday afternoon and began firing. A police officer, agency with a, a police officer and an agent from um, the a Texas ABC engaged and struck the woman, who died on the scene. Struck her with what? The Wait, woman. The woman died on the scene. Yeah. Wow. After the two off-duty officers took her down. Hmm. The woman was roughly 30 to 35 years old. And yeah, fortunately, like what did they strike her with that killed her? That's crazy. Unfortunately, her five-year-old kid was hit. So they must have shot at her. And oh, is, in, okay, is so. in critical condition. The incident unfolded just before 2 p.m. today. So, um, wow, that's crazy. So I have to say on this crumbly thing, I have to say I'm a little undecided, I don't know, uncomfortable with it. Why? I don't know why. I mean, like, I think... Like, I totally agree with what you're saying. At the same time, there's something about it that makes me feel uneasy, and I can't fully describe it. If if one of our kids took the car, even even if we said, yeah, go ahead and take the car, and um, drunk was drunk driving and killed somebody, you and I would be 100% uh, liable for that. Are you, though? I mean, yes. how often are you criminally prosecuted for that? Isn't that usually you're civilly liable for that? That's a good point. I don't know. But so, you're you're liable for that. Yeah, I get that, and I totally get that. But this criminally liable or criminally guilty of it, I, I want, you know, I feel like, you know, I would have been a staunch supporter of it, but at the same time, now I'm feeling like, did we do the right thing here? <laughs> so, I mean, have we set a weird precedent here? It is a, it is a precedent, for sure. And I'm, I think that it's going to uh, be tested. You know. Oh, by the way, folks, we're doing a dry, dry February, but we still we can still cheers. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It's February eleventh. <laughs> we made it this far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think in this case, I'm I'm comfortable with it. But like you said, how's this going to go with the cases forward? And to be honest, there's the exhaustion of having so many uh, shootings that. Right. Anything to try to get this under control. Well, and you wonder, if, is there, and that's part of my question too, and my like uncertainty about it, or maybe it's part of my, like, is this going to be a deterrent for a, a, a parent, you know, at all? I mean, were they, but, and so what's that going to mean? Now you're going to start locking up your kids for any, you know, sort of something that doesn't reach this level? Yes. Because you're going to start being nervous. Well, you have to be a parent. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a parent. But can can you legislate parenting? No. I mean, that's where I, I guess part of that's where maybe that's a little bit where I'm uncomfortable. I don't think you should be uncomfortable in this case. Okay. I think that what... I, I should sleep okay at night? You should sleep okay at night that Joanna Crumbly was 
Um, like extreme. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we'll... Um, I don't think this is going to be where they're just going to start charging people right and left. They have to have... I mean, they, this was a pretty cut and dry. They, The school asked them to take her home, take him home. And, I mean, the school probably, if you want to look at this the whole way, too, they should have then just called the police and said, come get him. If the parents wouldn't take him, that would consider him the child abandoned, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think particularly, yeah. I mean, I'm sure schools are afraid to do anything, though. I mean, that's of course part of they it. are. You know, and they've got that going on too. That schools just are so afraid. Uh, they're they're so afraid of parents these days that, you know, and and they've been told to be because they keep losing these cases. You know, parents keep winning these various cases. So it's a toughie. I mean, I I think it is a toughie. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, um, you know, and I think, and, and and I still struggle sometimes with this charging these kids as adults. You know, too. But on the other hand, if they weren't, they'd be, you know, they'd be, well, if this back kid, on the street. If this kid's 17, he'd be out in six months. Right. Well, not necessarily, but yeah, I know. It's tricky. I know. Um, and I think, I don't know. It's just, it, there's something about this whole case that still feels a little fishy. And it might just be that I don't really have all the facts. I wasn't there for all the, all the information. I mean, it feels like it's, I guess what's making me, suspicious about myself you know what i mean it's like making me raise my kind of spidey sense is it feels so good whenever something feels like it's so right i often say i might be maybe i need to check this a little better <laughs> you know what i mean is that why you didn't uh, ask me on a second date <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> no but i mean you know what i'm talking about sometimes no. if, if it's if it's like i don't know if it, if it hits all your emotional buttons then maybe it's time that's actually a signal that maybe step back for a second and but why does this hit your emotional buttons do you do you think from what we know we, and this is all just what we know for what we know do you think that that those parents had any any um liability and what happened in that shooting do you oh, think absolutely. they contributed to it okay so why civilly i think it's the criminal that's that i'm kind of wondering about like we're championing this and i'm kind of wondering if we're going to regret that at some point i don't know nope no. nope no. nope okay no <laughs> no you don't think what they did was criminal well i mean exactly i mean i feel so strongly about it yeah it's like damn you know put them in jail forever kind of thing right um and and because I have that sentiment, I'm feeling like, oh, maybe that's a problem. Maybe I, you know, maybe. Well, okay, I didn't say put them in jail forever, but I, know, I but just you know said. What I mean. I mean but my I said are like, you do need that. to put them through a trial for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because what that trial also does is it kind of opens up to it, kind of gives you the uh, opens up what's going on in that kid's life. Now, of course, we only know what came out, and I'm I'm I understand that completely. Right. But. Um, you know, even though that child stood there and goes, no, my parents didn't know. Those parents knew. They knew. The school, there's, re uh, the school has records of the counselors talking to the parents again and again. Right. And, and we get, it's so frustrating, you know, when you see that and you see these parents do nothing or support it, like continue to support this behavior. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you kind of wonder, like, how do you get there? Like, what's happening with those parents that they find themselves there? Right. It is. They've just given up hope. Is it that or, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, what kind of, 
or is it super delusional? Like my, you know, my wild tiger won't eat me. My wild tiger loves me. Is it that? Is some of that going on? No, and no. I no. I think you're making a stretch there. <laughs> no, that's another story we have down. Sort of that's another story I have down here farther. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, anyway, I'm just left a little. I'm bit. saying that it went through a trial. Oh yeah, I get it. But I'm just a little. I don't know. Still makes me uncomfortable, even though. Like I'm, I'm like jazzed for it. I want to like, yay! At the same time, said, I'm a little no, bit no, wondering if maybe no, I shouldn't be doing that. There's no party. This is sad. This oh, is no, sad all sad. the way around. Yeah. Four children died. Yeah. The rest of those children are. But the anger have part about PTSD, wanting to stop, stop. There's all those kids that have PTSD. Oh, the, yeah. There's a 15 year old kid who thought that his only out was to shoot up a, a classroom, and there were parents who were told again and again and again and again and again. You you got to do something, and they refuse to do it. There's no part. There's no celebrating here. Well, like I say, I mean, I I was kind of just exaggerating there, but you know, this idea that I'm, you know, like I'm super. Yes, they should be. You know, I'm happy that they got convicted, or not happy, but you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, yay for the team. You know, the good guys won here, or whatever, right? And then that makes me think, hmm, maybe that's not, maybe I'm going too far. I think you are looking at it different because good guys didn't win because good guys tried to get them to do something and they couldn't get them to budge. Yeah. So there's no good guys, bad guys in court. It's just what it is what it is. Right. But but there are some cases in court that I think there's good guys. <laughs> okay. But in this case, I seriously think that this is just. This tragic. Is, this is tragic all the way around. This, it is for sure. And it's not good guys, bad guys. It's just, it is what it is. It just is. Yeah, I mean, the kid's life is ruined too. Yes, yes. And those families who lost their children and those those students who watched their classmates. And all their friends and everybody else, yeah. yeah. Right, and that principal who, you know, tried to do something and, you know. All right, I think we need a, a palate cleanse. Well, I think you need to apologize to me and say you're right. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to hold on to my discomfort. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a little upset that you thought I was celebrating this. Like, Well, was. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant, I didn't think you were. No, I didn't meant you were. I just okay. meant like my emotions are like, yeah, we got these guys, so screw them, you know, kind of thing. And I'm thinking, uh, wait a minute, maybe that's not the best way to look at this. It's not the best way, but it's also, this is like the first time that something has been done for, at a school shooting. If you look look at it that way, there's, there was a school shooting or a mass shooting. It doesn't have to always be in a school. This was the first time something was done. Something, yeah. someone was held responsible. Someone was held liable. And, uh, you know, the, all these other ones, it's just like, oh, well, you know, just that kid, let him go. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about red flag laws? Um, I think I think that they're definitely something we want to try. I mean, I'm ready to try about anything. One of my biggest things about any of this gun safety stuff is I wish we'd think about how we're going to measure it, you know, and, and be prepared to change if one idea isn't working or isn't doing anything and be realistic about that because it's easy to get emotional and just say, yeah, I hate guns, so do this thing. And But, you know, is it is this particular law that got enacted. Like when you see that in principle, you say that, sound, that sounds good on the surface. Yeah, we want to do this. But does it actually achieve the things we are saying it's going to achieve? And how can we measure it? And there's not enough talk about that. So that part bothers me. But I'm ready to try anything. And I think red flag laws can absolutely make a difference. But I also think they could be abused. And I also think they could be ineffective if 
if poorly implemented or poorly drafted. Yeah, any any law can be abused. For sure. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So one thing I was going to say is, you know, it's everyone knows, or everyone everyone that's listening here may or not may or may not know because you're listening here, you may not care. But the Super Bowl is going on. Right? What? Yeah. And I, I will say that something that I knew that uh, Taylor Swift was doing something today. But uh, what I was going to say was that the Americans are estimated to wager twenty three point one billion on this year's Super Bowl. We, we wagered money. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Um. But we wouldn't do anything illegal. No, 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 no. It's just a fr friendly, fr yeah, but friendly wager. Well, how much was wager last year? Oh, I don't know. I wonder since COVID. Like, has it gone up? You think? Yeah. Because we don't have anything else to do. Well, I also think a lot of people are like, "Fuck, we can be locked down again. Let's just uh, go for it. Whatever." Mm-hmm. Live now. Yeah. Pay later. There's a lot of that for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Did you did you read that they think that in, within this decade there's going to be um, the first uh, trillionaire? I'm surprised we don't already have one, to be honest with you. But really? Yeah. I, no, I did not read that. Yeah, this decade, first trillionaire. Which is kind of insane because a billion dollars used to be a lot of money. It it's a lot of money to you and I. Well, it's a lot of money to any normal person. Okay, but I'm just so saying nowadays, though, that number gets thrown around like it's nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A millionaire is not impressive. No, a millionaire is not impressive. And he, but even billion dollars get thrown around. And, and now, you know, these bills are $2.6 trillion. Like, what? That's like a number no one Well, we don't care what the government knows. What we're talking about is the money that people have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a trillion is still a lot. That's a lot for a, even for a many, many bazillion billionaire. You know, and you always see those stats are like they could spend you know, $100,000 a minute for this time, and they'd still be fine for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. or whatever, or the rest of our lives mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, it's like it's an insane amount of money. Nobody needs that much money. You can't even spend it. But the, you don't see those people trying to do something good. Sometimes you do, like Melinda Gates and stuff. She doesn't have that. Well, she's got some pretty good money. And uh, and also uh, Bezos' ex-wife. Right, exactly. So you do see sometimes. And some, but she's, I mean, but... You know, and you get these women are also doing things more more quietly. So right. I actually I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but all I see is their um, their ex husbands just being um, lecherous assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So uh, on the Super Bowl thing, did you also see the the bikini bottom Super Bowl? What? The okay, there's like an AR. They're doing a lot. I don't know. I think it's live. They're doing like a lot. You know how we watch that thing bikini on bikini bottom? You mean SpongeBob? Yeah, SpongeBob. So. They're doing, remember we watched that thing on Formula One and we were trying to figure out what it was, like the kids were announcing and then there was like cartoon oh, yeah, characters yeah, yeah, yeah. for the drivers and yeah, stuff? Yeah, Well, this is something like that, but it takes it even further where they're like doing the game with like Spongebob in Spongebob land with characters and they're going to like do the game, but it's going to be like an overlay of bikini bottoms and, and cartoon characters playing it, I think. That's how I understand okay, it. If you don't have all the facts, David, why are you doing a reporting a story? But, well, maybe it's just, this says Spongebob's going to announce it. But I heard that it had a whole bunch of AR stuff associated with it. See, like <laughs> this kind of stuff. They're going to, like, have field reporters oh. that you talk to that are cartoons and stuff. What channel is that on? I don't know. We should be recording Why didn't we record that? Maybe it's, oh, uh, yeah, I got to find where that's on. Oh, it's, I don't know. I got to find where that is. Yeah, you do. Well, we'll probably be able to watch the YouTube after the fact of it. Okay. 
But uh, I saw that going on. I didn't know if you had seen that. No, but I like it. But there's a lot of talk of that kind of stuff happening more of, you know, because Apple's coming out with their head. Oh, I guess they already are out. Their well, headset so, thing. Okay, but so do you think that there's like um, someone actually on the sideline reporting it and then they just do the AI to turn them into um, SpongeBob and then SpongeBob's voice? Yeah, I'm not sure which way they're doing it. I think I think that's the way like they're doing it. Like there's somebody with a costume down there. And no, then, there's not. No, no, not costume. a costume, but I mean like maybe they have like those little AR dots and stuff nope. so that they can animate it. No. Nope. No, just a person standing just around. Just a person standing there. Mm-hmm. Could be. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so I'm not impressed. That's but it, easy. But it reminded me of that Formula One <laughs> thing that we watched. We're trying to, we watched it like for a while. What is happening here? There are children announcing this Formula One race. Why is that happening? Well, we were more upset because those children were freaking smart. They were smart <laughs> and pretty good, yeah. And they could pull some stats back, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, how does this kid know That was know 20 all years stats? before you were born. <laughs> yeah, how do they know all this old history of Formula One? That was crazy. Speaking of history of Formula One, we touched on it quickly last week, but Lewis Hamilton... The crybaby of F1. <laughs> He's going to Ferrari. He's going to Ferrari. Well, and that leaves his spot at Mercedes open, and there's a lot of still, I don't know, I haven't, I'm totally not on top of it, so something might have changed since the last time I looked, but, you know, they're talking about maybe bringing Vettel back for that spot, um, Sebastian Vettel, or, you know, so that spot's kind of like creating all this controversy. Who's going to take this spot that uh, Hamilton's leaving at Mercedes? Why would you bring back an old guy? I know. Well, we already have Alonso, like. It's hilarious. They put up like one of these photos of all the current drivers, and it's all these like seventeen-year-old kids. They look like, and then there's Alonso <laughs> down in the corner, like, "Whoa, what's going on over there? Is that the their dad? Who's that guy?" <laughs> what's sad is that Schumacher's kids not doing. Well, they're talking about him coming back again too, and get somebody giving him another chance at a team. So we'll see. Um, I, I doubt that'll happen. He wasn't that good there's, last time. There's some psychological issues. I'm sure that kid, he knows he's, he's a lot got of pressure. so much pressure. And there's someone that has all the secrets but can't relay them to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be, that's true. It'd be frustrating. Right. And it's not Ralph. No, he's got his Uncle Ralph. Yeah, Uncle Ralph was not exactly. I mean, Ralph, Ralph was good, but he, he was wasn't. Fine. He wasn't Michael. He wasn't Michael. And I think that. Maybe this kid should just look at announcing. I think there's something he can do with an F1 because of his name. And I'm It does seem like it. Well, and he's still, I guess, a test driver for somebody. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit out of touch of where, where he's at right now. But I he's saw the, some rumors. He's the, he's the Stig or what they call that? Yeah, the Stig. Yeah, the he might stig. be. I don't, I don't. Yeah. and But yeah, I don't know. Well, so, so we'll see if anything happens with that. But yeah, it's kind of sad that he wasn't able to advance more. It's a tough sport. I mean, you figure... You got this whole world of, of racing. And there are some politics and a lot of money, of course, but you know, at the end of the day, there's um, you know forty people that can do it in the world. It's a pretty small number. Very small. So um, the stock market went nuts. Yeah, it sure did. And the S and P is like going to cross one of its like uh, one uh, a new milestone. Was it twenty thousand or something? I don't know. Um. Yeah, so are we rich now? <laughs> I don't know. Let me log into our account. <laughs> <laughs> Here, did it password one, two, three, four. Yeah, just like my just like my suitcase. <laughs> just like my luggage. Just like my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got the machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see the carry the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, today we get to carry the two. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Still not rich. Still not rich. Oh well. 
But anyway, so um, Marjorie Taylor Greene threw a tantrum. What was this one about? Oh, who knows? But she she did exactly what she was giving um, Hunter um, Biden crap about, and she stood up in the middle of being asked questions and walked out. And he wasn't even being asked questions. Hmm. Okay. So she's a delight. Oh, by the way, Katie Porter's on the ballot. Anybody in California, please vote for Katie Porter. You know, you know how angry we get that people like um, people come into Congress and they're not that rich, and then they leave and they're super rich. You know why? They get to trade. Congress gets to trade on stocks that we don't know about. She wants to stop that. And I'm saying, I love you even more. So please vote for Katie Porter. Yeah, and, and there's some shenanigans going on with Adam Schiff and, uh, and what? trying to do something where, like, she, he's trying to prop up Steve Garvey, so he has to run against Steve Garvey instead of having to run against Katie Porter or something. Well, they always do that. They I always know. want to run against, but yeah, he needs to run against Katie Porter because I'm sorry, Mr. Schiff, you've been in that um, seat and you, um, well, you haven't been in this particular seat, but you've been in. Uh, You've been in uh, the house a long time, and a lot of things happened on your watch. And all you said was, well, "The administration just just the current administration." Well, won't what let can me. you do? What can you do? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you have control. You have control. You are the speaker of the house, and you guys let that all that all that you let three Supreme Court justices go through three. And his whole campaign, you know, we shouldn't even get started bullshit. on this. But his whole campaign is just Donald Trump is terrible. Yep. So elect me. That's like that's his whole campaign. Like that's I'm sorry, all he's got. Adam Schiff, you're terrible. I mean, that's all he's got. You should be more mad about Donald Trump, so elect me. That's, that's kind of all he's got, and I'm just over it. I'm over it too. I'm over that kind of campaigning. But you know what, Katie Porter has. <laughs> Katie Porter has a lot going on. <laughs> she has a lot going on, man. And all she wants is you send her five dollars. She'll send you a pot roast recipe. <laughs> what? Did you get a pot roast recipe? <laughs> I did. How is it? I haven't made you pot roast. Why not? Well, you know how it is. <laughs> I'm gonna I get will. out the pot roast myself and Someday try it out. Someday I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. I'll forward it to you. Okay, forward it to me, and I'll see if I can handle it. I doubt it. But anyway. Okay. So um, enough on our politics. Well, so what else you got? What so else did you okay. see in the news this week? Well, okay. Or what do you have to get outraged about? So I'm not outraged. This is kind of funny, but it started from an outrage story. So. Um, they're not going to charge Biden for the handling of his documents, but they wrote. They took the opportunity to write some real snarky. Well, not they. That one guy. That one guy. No, but then it that was reviewed, and it was decided that that was okay to let the, all that out in right. public. Well, Merrick Garland is so afraid of yes. being seen yes. as as partisan right. that heaven forbid he should, you know, adhere to the normal DOJ rules and like shut that fucker up for all that stuff, right? And and they like, thought. Okay, look at uh, Biden's bad enough. Let him just go talk about it. Nope, nope. That was a that was a disaster. Biden was so worked up that he really couldn't even get his thoughts straight. He just was so angry. So he's trying to still be. <laughs> well, that's how I feel right now about it too. Yes, yeah, he's trying to be presidential, but he just was too angry, and it's like, what the? Well, I'm I'm mad at Merrick. I'm so mad at Merrick Garland for in so general, many things. For so many things, but again, here he is, same thing again. Like, he won't adhere to his own DOJ rules about this kind of stuff. Right. That, you know, they have a long-standing rule that basically put up or shut up, right? Right. When you aren't going to charge the people, you just say we're not going to charge the people. Right. You don't write all this nonsense. 
Well, they may have written it. You just don't release it. You don't it. release all that right. nonsense. Yeah. Right. But, um, and so here we are. And this is twice. I mean, of course, Comey did the same thing mm-hmm. when he decided not to, not to. And, but then worse, Comey then later said, well, we're reopening the investigation, which was not. But did he go on about how she was. Um, he did. Yeah, he did a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as bad as this. Yeah. But he did a fair bit. But yeah, here we are again doing the same thing that, you know, you have. <laughs> you're not charging them, so say you're not charging them. <laughs> right. Like you don't, you don't need to make a case about right. that, and also all this nonsense that is not related. Right? Because I mean, the same thing that guy John Durham or whatever did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he did try some things and then he failed. Like they all lost. So he tried some stuff, but he still con- included in that report all this nonsense, like his own like interpretation of things and his own all these accusations that he's not charging anybody for. Uh, same thing, but and this guy's doing the same thing. So Merrick Garland. To me is is like, but there's all this policy that he's he's supposedly this, you know, norm all about norms and everything. But then he like that there's this guy because he's so afraid of somebody accusing him of being partisan. In the meantime, they're going to accuse you of being partisan anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're not going to. That's not going to stop anybody from accusing you from being partisan. But what I have to say about this is that so they showed pictures of where they found the documents and they showed pictures of Biden's garage. Hmm. <laughs> What about it? So what's going on in his garage? Looks like our garage. <laughs> <laughs> we feel better about our garage now. I do. I feel so much better. <laughs> There's just like a, a an igloo cooler with a... Oh, that's not an igloo cooler. I don't know what that is. A ladder, baskets, fake flowers. There's a treadmill back there in the corner from the 80s. There's, <laughs> <laughs> did you see the picture? I probably did, but I just I didn't look at it with much depth oh my gosh i totally was looking at it here it looks like a a construction site it doesn't look like a construction it looks like a garage no it looks like a well practically like a construction (laughs) site i mean like you say there's a ladder and these boxes and what's this big brown thing what is going on there (laughs) i mean it looks like a construction site telling you that's crazy yeah so that was to me i found that kind of like oh look that's a that's that, funny. That is, uh, yeah. It's like, that's just like a regular old garage. There's got a broom up against the wall and some some yoga mats. And <laughs> it's like, yep, that's a garage for yeah. sure. You know, and it, and we, you have to contrast that with what, what happened in Mar-a-Lago, too. I mean, he got told he had these documents and he said, oh, well, okay, come and look at look, look, at, look at my garage. Come look at my garage and find them and get rid of them then. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. Never said I'm going to keep them and you can't have them and tried to hide them. And I mean, so there's it's apples and oranges comparing to what's going on in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. I mean, it's still coming back to like We've had several episodes about this. What's going on with the freaking secrets that people can just wander know. off with them? Like, what's going on with well, that? Well, you know, and Pence did the same thing. Pence, right, Pence did the same Pence, thing. But we didn't hear the whole thing of how, how they felt about Pence when they no, interviewed No, exactly. Him. They just but, didn't charge him. That's but, what they usually would do. But Pence... Was you know he said yes I have some documents they came and looked at me said you're not supposed to have them he says great take them they did a whole search the whole thing no that was it and they tried to never they didn't want to indict Trump for any of that like no. just they gave him how many chances three to return years them. they gave him <laughs> but how many times did they try to say you have these things just give them back and you know nothing right. nothing will happen they did not even want to indict him but he just pushed it because he knows it's going to help him raise money to get indicted for this 
And also, I think I don't got, think so. Uh, he's either got narcissistic it is, stuff. Going it on. is now that's how he thinks about it. But I think at the time he was just gonna do what he because he's yeah. just a baby. He's and just he like, thinks he can get away with it, which me, he is getting away with you, it. Totally, you kicked me out, so I'm just gonna take. You know, I'm gonna take take what my I, toys and run. Yeah, and these are my toys. This is mine. Like a baby, mine, mine, mine. 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 <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, anyway, we, I just wanted to kind of contrast that that there's no similarity there. I mean, the only similarity is what's breaking up with our secrets that people could just wander off and take them and <laughs> put them in their stupid garage. <laughs> like, what's going on with that? Or their bathroom? <laughs> yeah, or their bathroom or whatever. Like, what? How how are we not watching our secrets a little bit more closely? Did you see that Kevin Spacey is? Paying the House of Cards production company one million dollars to settle a sexual harassment case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets back to your uh, bad people, good art kind of thing. I know, I know. But here's the thing about Kevin Spacey: he's never been. He's been charged and he's gone to trial several times, and it's all been either dropped or um, found um, not enough evidence. Well, except here he, he's paying. He's paying. Well, he's, he's not going. Yeah. So I I don't know what's going on, but I mean, so it's like one of those things that and I have to, you know, it's like my whole thing with Michael Vick is like he was found guilty. He went. He went. Did his time and stuff. And so I have to respect the judicial system. Um, did I say that correctly? No, I, it's fine. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> You know, and it's and like, that's, and, and we're not drinking. And we're not drinking, right? <laughs> yeah, you know? Excuse me, we're drinking. And so Kevin Spacey has not been, he's been charged, but he's not been found guilty for any any of these charges. Mm -hmm. And so paying a settlement is not an admission to guilt, right? Well, I mean, yes and no. I, I mean, know. you kind of go like, well, you're paying a settlement, but right. probably you right. kind of did it or did something. Or <clears throat> he just wants to not just wants it to go away. I mean, this guy hasn't worked in a long time just because of all this stuff. Yeah, he's. I don't see him working anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. It's sad if if it's sad if this is just um, <clears throat> if he loses his career just because people are trying to have some vendetta against him. But well, yeah, I guess we don't know. We only know what they talk about in the news. But I mean, it seems like a, there's some fire where all the smoke is, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's been a lot of been, accusations. He's been not been found guilty. I know. You're, it's true. So, I don't know. I don't think I'll find myself alone in a room with him, and <laughs> nor does he want anything to do with me anyway. So, Did you see that, that a crew member died on set of Marvel's Wonder Man TV series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know the details of that either. Well, it's no rust. No. Which, that's going back. They're, they're prosecuting on that again. Um, so let's see, anything else that you got that we didn't yeah. talk about? We got the, Mayorkas was not, they could not uh, impeach him yet. They probably will keep trying. They may eventually do it. They're going to keep trying, yeah. Because that's a good use of time. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did see that. Um, I also listened very intently to the Supreme Court um, questioning. About Colorado? About Colorado, yeah. Yeah, you know, that one, here's what I'm outraged about that one, is that before this testimony, and or these, this questioning, <laughs> all these experts, legal experts, say, oh, Colorado's really nailed this, this is a... They wrote a perfect... They wrote a perfect uh, case, case and right? all this kind of mm -hmm. stuff, and this is going to be hard. And then... 
first day in, the same people are all going, well, this is going to lose by a mile. This is the stupid, you know, they're going to lose by a mile. They got nobody on their side. It's like, wait, where was all this talk of this open and shut case you talked about before and how what a pristine case it was and stuff? How can you guys just drop this like nothing's going on? And, the, uh, and you know, and the other outrage to me is like I'm still, still confused about, or I'm still, no one's really answered the question, if states don't enforce these things, who does? Because states are in charge of these elections. I guess the bigger question is, or the reason why it's unique is because this question of insurrection, do states get to decide through, without a jury trial, that he committed insurrection? But if they don't, who does? Like someone has to declare that, you know, because the, these things aren't necessarily, you don't have to be, like crimes and misdemeanors don't have to be, you don't have to be guilty of, you don't have to be found guilty in a court to sort of be guilty of a crime and misdemeanor, but that requires two-thirds vote in the Senate. So if they put it back to Congress, they're not going to do anything. They'll never do anything. So they'll never, ever, this amendment that's supposed to protect us from in insurrectionists will never have any effect if you dump it back on Congress because Congress is too divided with this 50 plus one majority world that we live in. So they'll, and they're partisan, so partisan, they never cross sides anymore. They used to. Well, I mean, but this, this last impeachment trial, they, people are crossing sides. You're talking about for Mayorkas? Yeah. Small number, but not two-thirds majority. No, no, no. That's the thing. You can't get two-thirds majority in this Congress on these kinds of political hot buttons, hot potatoes. So that means that we have, if that's how they're going to decide it, it happens through Congress, then why have the law? Because it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see, I mean, like I say, Trump could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and it still wouldn't happen. I mean, right. so... Uh, you know, it's like this law is then, why is it even on the book if there's no one to enforce it, you know? And it's just, this is something that just drives me crazy because it's not the only law. But we have a law that's supposed to protect us from exactly this situation. And the Supreme Court is too chicken to do anything and wants to shove it back to a different different branch of the government. It's kind of insane to me. And, and all those people that said it was an open and shut case, not really open and shut case, but they were like, oh, this is solid legally on solid legal ground, blah, blah. Now they're saying, oh, man, they really screwed this case up. Right? wait, what? What happened? Same story you told telling me three days ago. Well, I mean, the court does need to ask hard questions. I mean, that's the whole point. So they can't, doesn't, that doesn't right. mean that they're still going to say, yeah, but the law says this. And I mean, who's going to write the, um, who's going to write the, yeah, if I, the case on this do we know already well it'll be the majority right so um and it'll be the justice supreme well not the supreme the chief justice will do it probably right he'll write the majority opinion probably okay you know but it'll be interesting you're right that all this questioning doesn't necessarily mean but i guess what i'm angry about is how quickly they just let it go like oh god oh shoot geez what two arguments and now we give up like we're not going to hold on to this <laughs> the thing we said two days ago that had this you know yes. very hardcore the, case now we're just letting go oh boy they asked one hard question now it's over the news outlet has is yeah messing that up that's for sure well and these pundits these legal pundits that supposedly are supposed to be there to advise us you know, just flip flop like that on one one hard question. It's like seriously, right? <laughs> right. And you're but just gonna let it go, like, oh well, we lost that one. Yep. And they're not asking the other questions that go with it, like, you know, all these other things that I'm talking about, like the question on the interaction, the question on does it apply to presidents? The question, you know, they're not. They're just letting it go, like, oh well, you know, whatever. We we'll just let it go. 
Yeah. So, like you say, we don't know what the final um, majority opinion will be, but um, it's it's just it just kind of cracked me up that these people that are supposed to be these legal analysts like just flip flop in one second, one hard question, they just cave, they just completely cave. Yeah, it'll never work. So you see that twenty three and Me is went to junk stock. I did see something about that. Yeah. So Went what, from a six billion dollar evaluation to nearly zero. So I wonder so do they go in did you happen to read into the detail of that a little bit about what didn't pan out for them? Because I'm thinking a lot of it has to do with they had a lot of ideas about how they can leverage that that DNA data and like the privacy concerns are getting in the way of that. I don't yeah. know. I I hope that's part of it. I hope so too, but no, I did not uh, go down into that. Yeah, that's yeah. I should probably look into that because I did see something about that, but I didn't drill down. Hey, so, um, um, Parker Carlson. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> he interviewed Putin. Yeah, imagine that. And just Putin just wouldn't let him talk. He just went on a uh, outrage. Yeah, what a shock. Yeah. And he still aired it, still yep. uses it. So it's yep. just Putin propaganda. Yep. And they're just going to talk like it's all normal. Yep, and we're just going to let them do it. Yeah. Why is that? There's a good, That's an amazingly good question because what is it that has made these guys become so much Russia propagandists, right? Like what happened that that's now like, a mainstream position that works and that they even want to take. Like why, like from Reagan to a, a Putin propagandist, like how do you get there and how and why? Like what, what, what do they get out of that? Because even, you know, many sort of, I don't know, classic conservatives are, would not be, are not, a, not, not in love with this idea, right? Uh, but there's this extreme, these extreme, group that like are in love with Putin now and they're just gonna so like is it as simple as you know they're in his pocket or what what else is it is it they think it's a political strategy is it all the above I mean that you know you ask that question maybe partially as a joke but I mean that's a serious question like why is this a phenomenon why has mm -hmm. this occurred why are we here that, right like, how did this happen, and why are we here? Why is this a good idea? What What in your head says, you know, I got an idea. I'm sure he'll talk to me. Well, not just this interview, but, like, right. yeah, the whole thing. Like, right. just spewing Putin propaganda without even editing it. Yep. Um, I mean, he wants a job on RT, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy to me that that that's happened. And it's, it's, but it's, it's, a, it's like... Why isn't someone probing that more? Like, the why? Like, why are they doing that? Like, why are they buying into and re, re, um, you know, and promoting Russian propaganda? I don't know. Particularly Putin propaganda, which is not necessarily in the interest of, of the Russian people. No. So, yeah, it's, it's a very good question. Um, something that, like, we should probably be asking with a little bit more seriousness. We should. So, um, oh, it's the year of the dragon. Yes, it is. So that's cool. Yesterday was the first day of the Lunar New Year. 
Yep, you're the dragon. Isn't there a song? Um, no, it's... I don't know. There might be. No, I don't know. So China <laughs> watch, isn't... Watch, we find out it's a song by... Um, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the holiday begins with the first new moon. Right. It will conclude about two weeks on the first full moon. China is anticipating 9 billion trips across the country during the 40-day travel rush around the holiday, nearly double that of last year. Interesting. Um, so the year of the dragon is a sign that symbolizes strength, good fortune, and prosperity. And the year of the dragon has traditionally meant a baby boom for China, as those born during this period are believed to possess qualities, including intelligence, ambition, and charisma. Okay. So. And Riz. <laughs> and Riz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always love those celebrations. They're super cool. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Um, all right, so what, what else you got? So I think it's funny that, um, well, it's not funny. Not funny? It's not funny, really, but, you know, Trump is um, was uh, poking fun at Nikki Haley that her husband's not around. Oh, I didn't see that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah. Pot, can, Pot kettle, yeah, yeah, meat kettle. Yeah, and it's like, dude, her husband's deployed. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, yeah. So, he was giving her crap that her husband's not around. With, uh, but anyway. Oh. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, oh, here's something else I'm outraged about. You know, the social media companies had those hearings in Congress again. <laughs> you know, Meta, TikTok, Snap. Yeah. X. What are you going to do to protect our children? Twitter. And, and it's just... The same every time. Mm -hmm. They call them up there. Mm -hmm. They do this theater. Mm -hmm. They, you know, berate them and tell them how terrible they are. And they do nothing. Right. Except, and they all go, oh, we're we're sorry and we'll do better. But that's it. No, nobody right. does anything. And, you know, and for me, they never seem to talk about a thing that I think is a is something like, I get the complexity of trying to sort of regulate and free speech and all that. But... I think you could find a lot of consensus on regulating transparency. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to regulate, you know, maybe, you know, how they censor or whatever or require them to censor more maybe. But we can regulate, I think, amount of transparency. And we could set up independent bodies to look at their algorithms, mm -hmm. to look at what they are censoring. Mm -hmm. And, and and you know, independent bodies that we, we, we can put together that are, you know, can be reasonably nonpartisan – and independent, and and those all those companies. That if you're above a certain size, you're going to have to. If you have this uh, above a certain influence on the planet, basically, because that they do have a huge influence on the planet, then you have to comply with these transparency rules. And that means your algorithms have to be open, not to the public, but to this independent body that they can review your code, review your algorithms, review your models, and um, you know, and give you feedback about that, or, or give Congress, you know input on that same with um you know like what are you censoring how are you censoring how are you not censoring you know so i think you could find bipartisan support for something like that for more transparency in these organizations because that's what lets them get away with whatever we don't know what they're doing to our kids or mm -hmm. whatever right like people say what are they doing to our kids we don't know because well i mean independent re some of this research that we have now was because 
these companies did expose some data to researchers, but they've shut all that off. Right. They're not exposing this data to researchers anymore. And um, and since Elon has done the Twitter thing, he shut that what what Twitter used to do with the fire hose and all that. Um, researchers can still pay for it, but for the in, for some things, but in general, they don't have the money to do that. So a lot of re- it's it's closed to a lot of research. So I think you can regulate tra- more transparency without crossing into First Amendment problems and with getting some bipartisan support, because theoretically, this would be something that both camps would be in, you know, it would help them understand the situation for, um, and, and a lot of this should be nonpartisan anyway, what what kind of psychology they're doing to our kids. But if your concern is more about First Amendment, I think you could do, you could do transparency things that have no First Amendment, amendment aspect to them at all. And in other words, aren't violating any kind of First Amendment thing, because, but it could be informing so the public could know the dangers and the effects of these platforms. They could be required to report that to independent bodies. They could be re- required to share their algorithms and under- so that people can understand how their algorithms work. And this is, you know, one of the big ones to me that's I think a serious black box is, is of course TikTok, because so many people are now using that, and. It's absolutely a total black box. We have no idea how, how it works. And they could promote whatever, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a weapon, right? You, they could throw a switch and change the kind of content people see in a heartbeat, right? And they could send whatever message they want, you know? And obviously, there's a lot of fears that it would be pro-China and pro and anti-democratic stuff and particularly maybe anti-free press stuff. And they could feed that message subtly, to people without even really realizing that's the message they're getting. And they could really change um, the overall sentiment of a whole population. And TikTok is absolutely a black box. No one has any idea how those algorithms work and what they're doing. Now, the other ones are bad too. Uh, Meta um, and Twitter being, you know, X slash Twitter being the biggies. You know, Snap is kind of going downhill. (laughs) they They should also qualify uh, you know, Snap doesn't have the in- influence. And then there's Discord, and Discord is sort of algorithmless right now. Uh, so, you know, they wouldn't have any problem sharing their algorithm because basically they don't have an algorithm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's also very distributed, so it would be a little different. But but anyway, I think that there's room for transparency laws, and nobody's talking about that because these congressmen and senators are just playing the same game. They want to go up there and give the theater of how hard they are on social media but then they don't actually do anything except, you know, make them cry in a room, you know. They act like they're tough, and they do nothing. So th- it's a game both sides are playing. Meta doesn't mind going up there. I mean, um, Zuckerberg doesn't mind going up there and going, oh, I'm so sorry that this thing happened, and I'll do better. He doesn't care. Like, we go, oh, look at that. Isn't that funny? He had to, you know, humiliate himself. He couldn't care less. Humiliate himself for another billion. He couldn't care less, right? Um Give me a billion and, you know, or at least that hit for him, another billion to a million himself, no problem, mm-hmm. right? And he's got a lot of pressure from his investors. You know, their their stock is down because they their advertisement money went down. So he's feeling a lot of pressure. So anyway, I think that's a space that I'm outraged about, that we never talk about that. That's a Transparency is a thing that could get bipartisan support, and we don't talk about it because they don't actually want to do anything. No. Because they want to do this. They want to have this theater every nine months or whatever, every two years. They want to have more theater in front of Congress where they can put some sound bites out and get on, you know, on TV and on social media with their little sound bites. 
and look like they're heroes for yelling at, at Zuckerberg or whoever. Well, but they don't do anything. They just yell at him. So anyway, sorry, I went on a rant. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but it's just so frustrating because it's they're just playing the game and, and they're they're in on the game. You know what I mean? Like they they're in on it. Like they could be doing something and they won't do it. Right. Yeah, it is pretty um frustrating on the stuff that they you know, they say, see, see, you expose it, but you don't do anything. You never change anything. You never, nope. never do anything. Nope. They, except yell at them every couple of years or every nine months or whatever. Yeah, super frustrating. For sure. All right, so what? Do you, anything else you want to finish with? Um, I always like you, you uh, say I have to finish. Well, you got a lot more going on? No. No, I have a so um, the fungus and bacteria strain that's used to make a lot of the um, camemberts and brie cheeses in France is dying out. What? I know. Hmm. I got to look into this. Well, you know, things evolve, so I'm saying. So does this mean there'll be different kinds of cheeses? Yeah. Well, it's going to be the same kind of cheese, but if you could actually take a cheese from... A hundred years ago, and cheese from now, it would be different because the bacteria is different. Hmm. Okay. Well, and that's, yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, that makes sense in general. But, I, yeah, it's a good question. I wonder how different some of those cheeses would be. And I guess if it changes slowly over time, maybe you don't notice. Yeah. So, is there a concern about this? Like... Well, I think it's just to get us to buy a lot of cheese. And, <laughs> and by, before we saw this, we bought a lot of cheese. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, nothing new. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cheese is awesome. Cheese is so great. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, honey, but there's a... Um, it's been a... I think we're in for a uh, Supreme Court show for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, right. I mean, there's the immunity thing, too. Um, well, and also their code of ethics. Weren't they supposed to be submitting a code of ethics? There's been talk of that. We'll see if anything actually happens from it. And also, you saw that um, that uh, Matt Gates is being reinvestigated. <laughs> No, no, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, the ethics committee is is going to be all over him. Oh, and what's so? What are the potential ethics charges? Just it's the same stuff about um, paying a young girl and uh, have paying to and then uh, shipping her to him where he was in Florida. Well, Gates is kind of like um, Ted Cruz in that everybody says everyone hates those guys. Yeah, but somehow they. Stick around and yeah. nothing happens to them. Yeah. So you're like, how? If you hate them so bad, why right, are they I still know. here? Right. Why don't you? Is there some sort of hazing? You can get them out of here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just seems like, why? Why are they still here? And why are you still letting them like on committees? And why are you still letting them like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But so, so maybe they finally had an asshole of them. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so David, I just wanted to congratulate you oh, okay. on becoming a uh, multi-millionaire. I know it's pretty awesome. Of Canadian funds, is it Canadian funds? Oh yeah. Okay. So even though the letter's addressed to me, I have to give you half because we're married. But then again, I don't. I guess I don't if it's an inheritance. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So. Um, well, like 
But yeah. I'll, I'll share with you. You'll share. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm inheriting money from a Dr. Marcus Beckmeyer. Mm-hmm. You know, he died. Um, was he a wealthy real estate? Real estate investor, yeah. Mm, what a shock. Yeah, and a, pre- and a precious stone dealer. Okay. Yeah. Um, he died of COVID three years ago. Wow. And Poor so, guy. Yeah. So Dr. Marcus Beckmeyer, who's supposed to be one of my relatives um, since, but uh, my married name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beckmeyer, but okay, that's fine. So, um, but because it's a can, it's Canada, they have to pay it out a lot quicker than they do in the U.S. They only have two to three years to get the uh, his life insurance paid out. And they can't find anybody. Just nobody. There's nobody. Nobody. There's nobody. There's no other Beckmeyers ever. <laughs> there's no. There's nobody. So apparently, I'm going to get eleven million five hundred um, five hundred fifty thousand three hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'm sure this came on a very formal letterhead and nice stock. Sure. No, it came on a um, crappy piece of um, twenty pound bond. Not even twenty pound bond. <laughs> no, Print on a laser printer. I could see you through it, yeah, on a laser <laughs> printer. So I did get take the extra step. We laughed about this letter. We just cracked up and said, um, and it is from Canada, and we just laughed and went, oh, <laughs> what? The? But I did take some time and um, and uh, did some looking up. And somebody does have a site for this um, Donald Castle's LLP uh, solicitors and advocates. Um, site where everybody's scanning their letter, and it's it's their name, and then Doctor Marcus something fill in the blank. Yeah, it's the exact same letter, <laughs> same amount. Yes, same amount, right? Yes. So if you get this, it's letter, gonna take twenty business days. So we got to get going. Got to get going. Yeah. yeah. So if you get this letter, you might want to just look into that a little bit before you act on uh, it. You might just want to throw it away. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that. I don't. I don't want to be uh, uh, found liable or something, but no. or slanderous. That's the word I'm looking for. Slanderous. I'll be slanderous to this guy. <laughs> but yeah, we did see other people showing literally the, the exact, exact same, same letter, letter with just that one thing. It's, the first name was still Marcus, even, right. but the second name was whatever, right? right. Changed to whatever. Yeah. So I'm ho- so happy that we're super rich now. That's going to be nice to have that 11 mil. Yeah. It is going to be nice. Well, and, it's, and you know, and, and it's it's nice that it's nice this this nice precise number of yeah eleven million five hundred fifty thousand and three hundred dollars. Yep. Surprised it doesn't have cents. <laughs> <laughs> is that Canadian? No, it says that's the U.S. That's, that's the, the US. amount in U.S. dollars. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sounds sweet. What should we buy? Um, cheese. <laughs> More French, cheese. French cheese. <laughs> More cheese. <laughs> Yep, that's what I think we should buy. All right, well, I guess we'll wind her down. Um, I know that a lot of folks that could have been watching the Super Bowl decided to listen to us, so I appreciate that. Um, and maybe we'll go see what's going on with that game now. I heard, I heard, already heard that somebody scored a touchdown, so we'll see how that looks. But, um, yeah, so we'll wind down with this episode of um, This Week in Outrage. And uh, thanks for joining in. Some of these folks on Wisdom, we got Will to Rise, Dr. Uh, Robert James Goodman, Darlene Anderson, Mary Kay, John Bush, Felicia Kay, Tina Ober. So thank you for joining in. And we'll be back 
next week. And everybody that's listening on Yerg's radio, we'll be back next week, as far as I know. We'll be back next week at the same time, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 on the West Coast. So thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.